Hey DCL fans, if you're thinking about taking a Disney cruise vacation, consider booking your trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Not only can we answer all your questions and help you with all the planning details, but we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult beverages. You're going to pay the same whether you book directly with Disney or with the travel agent, so you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send us an email at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 46 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and in this episode we are going to be talking about Disney Vacation Club member cruises. But before we get to that, I just wanted to first talk about the exciting news that we got this week uh, related to the new ships in the Disney Cruise Line fleet. Uh, the, the news came out of Port Canaveral, which is kind of funny because that seems to be where all the new, uh, the new ship information is coming from. Uh, it was one of these commission meetings last time that we found out that the, uh, the project name, at least for the, the, the new builds, um, would be the, you know, would be the Disney Triton. And so we, 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 we continue to get information out of Port Canaveral, not directly from Disney Cruise Line, um, but something interesting came out this week at a, a Port Canaveral commission meeting. They haven't started building the new ships yet, but they did mention that uh, it's expected that the steel cutting for the first of the new ships uh, will begin in November. Now, this has not yet been confirmed. But uh, it is the expected date when uh, the the new the first of the new ships will officially uh, start to be built. So really exciting news! I love getting new information about the the new ships, and uh, I will continue to look forward to more information. And uh, hopefully, we'll get some of that very soon. There are a few other noteworthy uh, Disney Cruise Line news topics uh, over the course of the past uh, week or two, but uh, we'll probably save those for uh, for next time. All right, so a few years ago, the Disney Vacation Club uh, began to charter a Disney Cruise Line ship for a DVC members-only cruise. They started off with only one sailing during the year and have more recently moved to two of these cruises uh, occurring in a calendar year. And as a DVC member, (laughs) each time one of these itineraries are released, I, I, I try to figure out how to fit one into our schedule or into our budget. Ultimately, we have not yet had the opportunity to sail one, but each each time I read about somebody else's experience, it makes um, it makes the urge that much greater. There's definitely a, a premium price that's charged for these cruises. Um, from what I've gathered, though, most people seem to feel that the uh, the extra experiences are worth the additional cost. Um, and I have a guest on this evening that uh, we'll we'll see what he has to say about that. There are a few restrictions with DVC member cruises. First off, they can only be booked by a DVC member. Um, members can reserve up to four staterooms, which means you don't necessarily have to be a DVC member to take one of these cruises. Uh, they just have to be booked uh, by a member. And also, the cost of the cruise uh, needs to be paid in full at the time of reservation. 
Members who bought directly from Disney can use their vacation points toward the cost of the cruise. Uh, if you bought resale, though, you will have to pay in cash. DVC, um, excuse me, D- Disney Vacation Club changed that uh, uh, restriction not too long ago. There are lots of opinions about whether or not it's a good idea to use uh, your points toward a cruise. We'll probably save that topic for another time. But for tonight, I'm very excited to have a guest on the show to talk about all the ins and outs of the recent DVC member cruise that he sailed. I'll tell you in a minute how I found him. But for now, I'd like to welcome Jason onto the show. Hi, Jason. Hello. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate your offer to let me visit with you. Yeah, like I, I appreciate you coming on. So, actually, um, you had you had sailed uh, a, a member cruise recently and posted some pictures on one of the the Disney vacation or excuse me, uh, Disney Cruise Line fan sites. And one of the pictures I saw was of the orca whales that you saw. I assume you were on board uh, the the Disney Wonder at the time. Actually, no. We were on a we were on a smaller boat that was an excursion out of Victoria. Oh, okay. Well, I I, I saw that picture, and it was I mean it was a stunning uh, photo uh, uh, photograph, and I was like, oh, that was that is on you know the short list of uh, experiences that I you know that I wanna that I wanna do one of these days is to you know to 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 do an excursion like that where I could see orcas that was just uh, really awesome and then uh, I just you know saw that you 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 took the pictures on a, a member cruise and reached out and uh, and uh, thanks for agreeing to come on so I appreciate that yeah, no problem. So uh, how long have you been a uh, Disney Vacation Club member, and how many Disney cruises have you been on? So we joined DVC in November of 2017 and purchased our first contract at Copper Creek, and since then we have added points at Copper Creek and at Riviera. Nice. We took our first cruise with Disney in January of 2014. It was just a little three-day down to Castaway Cay and back. Sure. And the member cruise marked our eighth cruise with Disney. Nice. And we've got nine and ten scheduled for November. We're doing a three-day. And then in March, we're doing the westbound Panama cruise without our kids. Oh, awesome. That'll be fun. Um, have you have you been on each of the ships, or are there any of the ships you haven't been on yet? We have been on all four ships, and that's actually the the, the motivation to get these two cruises in before uh, the end of March next year is so that we can be platinum before the new nice. ship itineraries get released. Awesome, and uh, and get priority booking on those new ships. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So was this uh, was this your first member cruise? It was our first member cruise. We had looked kind of like you lots of times before, but yeah. just couldn't make the logistics and the money come together and we got we had actually booked this cruise twice and canceled it uh oh really finally came together yeah yeah that's awesome i I, so i i think and correct me if i'm wrong these are these are pretty popular uh cruises typically i think they they sell out pretty much every um every one that they offer they are and i i think there may have been a few staterooms on this one that were empty but uh, when we decided finally that we were going to stick with our booking, the first time my wife looked, there were no rooms available. She w- looked about a week later, and two oh, rooms okay. popped up. So, 
Gotcha. We got, we got, got lucky to hop in there. Sure, yeah. So uh, what was the, the itinerary that you sailed for, for this member cruise? It left out of San Diego. Mm-hmm. And if anybody hasn't cruised out of San Diego, I can't say enough good things about that terminal. Oh, nice. Um, we really like um, sailing out of Port Canaveral, Miami, not so much. Yeah. Uh, but San Diego is super easy. Short, two miles from the airport, lots of hotels right next to the port. Awesome. Plenty of, plenty of things to do in the morning of the cruise around it, uh, and the port itself was really easy. So, uh, Plenty of space left- inside the terminal? Yeah, lots of space inside the terminal. The security line was short and easy to navigate. Um, and one of the things we don't like about Miami is it is a really long walk once they allow you through the portal to get on the ship. Oh, okay. Uh, lots of stairs, lots of oh, wow. walking back and forth. Um, San Diego is easy as pie. Nice. Awesome. Um, so we left San Diego, uh, day at sea, and then... Went to San Francisco, day at sea, Victoria, and then we ended up in Vancouver and went home from there. Oh, okay. How did you How did you like the itinerary? I, I thought it was great. Uh, as always, more days are better. Sure. Um, <laughs> I would have preferred a seven or ten day or anything <laughs> yeah, right, longer right, than right. that, but... Uh, it was good we enjoyed it yeah awesome i i i've seen pictures of you know sailing under the the golden gate bridge i I imagine that was probably a pretty cool experience i have to tell you out of the all the cruises we've done and i'm an amateur photographer in my hobby time Uh it was one of the coolest things we've ever done yeah i bet and a totally different experience in the morning than at night just because of the way the light was hitting the bridge and the background. Uh, But the whole experience of going into San Francisco from the bridge to Alcatraz to seeing San Francisco laid out from that perspective was all just really awesome. Wow. Very cool. That, that is awesome. Had you, had you ever sailed on the wonder before or was this your first time on the wonder? We had sailed on the wonder and I think we we did a week long cruise on the Wonder in 2018 was the only and then we yeah those are the only two times actually I lied to you the first yeah that's the only other time we've been on it oh okay was that week long in 18 and then the member cruise sure um, do you have a do you have a preference on you know which which ship you like best or, or I guess maybe class of ship you like best. I, I think we like the the bigger ships more, but that may be a function of its being the first ship that we cruised on. Sure. Um, between the smaller ships, I think we prefer the Magic over the Wonder just because we Rapunzel's restaurant is such a unique experience. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, totally agree with you there. Uh, so you you mentioned uh, you mentioned sailing the Panama Canal without your kids. Uh, how many kids do you have, and what uh, what ages are they? Um, it, I've got the 20 year old daughter and, uh, the 10 year old son. Awesome. And were they with you on this member cruise? They were. Awesome. Very cool. What is, um, this might be a, a, a tough question to answer, but what's the, what's the vibe like on a member cruise compared with a regular cruise? Does it, does it, fe- you know, does it feel any different than, uh, you know, than just a regular sailing? Yeah, it felt very different. Yeah. Um, the we feel like there's kind of a frenzied pace on the regular cruises uh-huh. sometimes. Yeah. 
and just lots of noise and you know all the stuff that comes with being in a small space with two thousand of your best friends. Yeah, um, <laughs> this was much more relaxed. Okay. Uh, the I, I think the difference there is the multifactorial. Uh, the first one being that there was a really low census of, of kids on the cruise. Mm. The when we were checking our son into, I can't remember if it's Edge or Vibe, whichever the one for eleven-year-olds uh-huh, yeah. is. She said there was only 150 kids on the entire ship. Oh wow! And so, as you can imagine, a very different outcome there. Definitely, yeah. Uh, and also, I think just you know when you meet DVC members on property we're generally the people that aren't running to get from experience to experience because we've, we've got multiple touch points with Disney over time as a result of our membership. So I think you just got a more relaxed cruising passenger at baseline on top of that. So never wait in line for the photo ops before and after dinner, never wait in line for a character experience uh, with the exception of maybe um, Jack, Sparrow yeah. on Pirate Night. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, it was just whoever you wanted a photo with. It was it was available to you. Very cool. So it must have been a, a pretty noticeable difference than even on the on the pool deck. For sure, we actually, my wife and I wondered uh, to each other and actually talked to some of the cruise line staff about how low the census on the ship was because it felt empty. Oh wow. Uh, you know, people, I think, spent way more time either in the rooms, getting room service. Yep. Um, I will say that by the time we actually committed to the cruise, we couldn't get Palo uh-huh. uh, for brunch or dinner. Oh, okay. Uh, um, so I don't know if there were a lot of people taking advantage of that, but even the restaurant uh, during the evening meals were, were not, none of the tables were full. Oh, okay. And, and I don't know if that's a function of, uh, I, I do know the ship was at capacity from uh, the rooms being booked, but you take kids out of the room and that lowers the number of people yeah, right. on the ship in total. And then I, all the extra um, performers and you know Imagineers and all the other special people they bring on the ship, I think just kind of lowers what you would have from a normal census. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Interesting. What was the um, what was the weather like for your cruise? It was cool. Yeah. Um, I thought it might the, be. The, yeah, the warmest day was definitely San Francisco, and it was just a you know, bluebird perfect day. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was definitely in a, in a long-sleeve shirt or sometimes a hoodie on, on the ship at, on the sea days for sure. Okay. It, remind me what month uh, the cruise was in? It was in May. In May, okay. And I, I've, yeah. heard, I've heard also that... Um, um, sailing in the Pacific, the the water or the you know the seas can be a little bit choppy. Did you did, was did you experience that? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I I would compare it to the choppiest Caribbean cruise we've had. Oh wow. Okay. For sure, it was, it was definitely rougher out there. Yeah. Does it, <laughs> did it did it bother your family at all? Not really. I take uh, I think it's Finnegan, which is not designed to be a primary purpose is not intended to be an anti-nausea medicine, but it works for that. Oh, okay. And in particular, it works for me without making me drowsy. My wife uses uh, scopolamine patches, mm. uh, and we take them as a preventative measure on every sure. cruise. But yep. uh, other than 
walking like a drunk sailor uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on board. It, it didn't cause any health problems. Gotcha. Well, that's good. Awesome. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, let's go over each of your days on board. Can you maybe just take us through your cruise and maybe give us the highlights of your days, you know, days at sea, ports of call, you know, port adventures that you did, things like that. Absolutely. So we left San Diego on a Wednesday Mm -hmm. and we hadn't seen our daughter for three months, I think at that point, because of her being off at school. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. And so we didn't. Uh, do any of the cruise activities, uh, anything that was special. We we had seen all of the normal Disney shows yep. that they put in the Walt Disney Theater. So we just kind of kept to ourselves. Yep. Uh, had some pa- family time that evening. Uh, cruising out of San Diego was actually kind of neat because you get to see all of the naval presence. Oh, uh, very cool. On your way out of port. Yeah, I was wondering if, so, if you could, if, if that was the case. Yeah, it was really an interesting port to cruise out of. Yeah. Um, in the, um, the, the, what is it, the Coronado Hotel right there? I think, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, just lots of really, and the airport. Uh, you right. also get to see plane, planes taking off oh, and landing cool. uh, on one side, and then you've got the air station on the other side. It's yep. just a really neat nice. uh, experience. Uh, on Thursday, we were at sea all day. Uh, we got to experience our first Adventures by Disney presentation, which may not excite a whole lot of people, but... Uh, <laughs> We, we thought it was really cool. Nice. Um, you know, we had, we've heard about Adventures by Disney and kind of sort of thought about joining a trip with them, but actually being able to hear about the uniqueness of the experience offered through that program. Uh, he told us about when they're in the Vatican in Rome, you go in with just the people on the right. Adventures by Disney tour yeah. after hours, all the photographs you want. Uh, you're not elbow to elbow. Um, so we're it's now as if Disney had not gotten enough of our vacation dollars. <laughs> uh, they're likely to get some of them through the adventures by Disney too. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but we, uh, we also, they give you a passport that you get stamped every day and you yeah. get little gifts for uh, getting the passport stamped. Uh, one of the cool things was they had Imagineers give a presentation uh, just about everything from, you know, two-dimensional art all the way up to generating the recent movies that we've all grown oh, wow. accustomed to. Yeah. And just kind of how all that process works from storyboarding to finished product, and, and that was really cool. Really cool, yeah. Um, and the menus every night have the uh, the logo on them for the, for the member crews itself. Oh. So that was kind of neat, too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Friday we went to San Francisco and you know like we talked about the the sail in and out was just fantastic. Um, we signed up for a port adventure to go to Alcatraz and then do a shopping excursion. And awesome. After Alcatraz, Alcatraz was very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. We actually decided not to do the second half of the excursion because uh, we just decided while we were on the way back and forth to Alcatraz, we would like to explore the port area of, you know, that kind of downtown San Francisco space. So we hit Ghirardelli Square, um, walked up and down the pier and had lunch down there. Uh, Great experience. I would would definitely recommend doing Alcatraz on your own. You can walk right up to the port where the ships take off, um, buy a ticket and 
cruise out and then cruise back whenever you want to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so did you do a, a, a Disney Cruise Port Adventure or did you did you go out and do it by yourself? Yeah, we did the Disney Cruise Port oh, Adventure okay. and they only built about uh, an hour to an hour and a half oh, to wow. be on Alcatraz and it's just it really probably wasn't enough time to be out sure, there. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, definitely a place where you're going to want a sweatshirt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's mean, definitely right. chili out there. Right, Even right. in the perfect sunny day it was cold out there on that island yeah yeah did you get the um, the you know the headsets and the the you know the walkie-talkie type thing that is sort of your 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 virtual guide yeah that's all included with the price of the tour out there so no upcharge cool uh great little you know exit through the gift shop as always yeah um, yep. <laughs> with some interesting and funny stuff out there yeah so we right. enjoyed that yeah cool um so Saturday, uh, another day at sea. Um, that day we went to a an experience where the an Imagineer walked us through the creation of Toy Story Four. Oh wow! And uh, actually took it from the you know when they build those movies, they do them with rough polygons before they actually lay the characters on top of them. Cool. So we got to see some of it in that raw form, and we got to see about forty minutes of the movie in its almost final form oh wow um and just to hear him talk about that whole experience was was really neat too Yeah, definitely when you saw 40 minutes of it did you feel like you needed to see the rest of it yeah it was like getting halfway through a fantastic meal <laughs> <You're> right <laughs> not, not being able to finish yeah that's funny so um yeah it was great um we uh on sunday we went to victoria and did that whale watching boat tour, which is wonderful. And uh, I, I will say that I had a, I've got a professional level camera and yeah. I had a, a 400, I take that back. I had a 200 millimeter lens on the camera, oh, okay, which allowed me to get in close. Um, if anybody on this podcast is into photography, I would say a 100 to 400 would probably be your better choice as you can get really tight on those orcas. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, even to the naked eye with my, you know, my wife and daughter both took pictures with their cell phones and uh, while not as uptight as mine were, were plenty usable for wow. posting to social media. So you must've been, you know, pretty close to them then. Yeah. I'd say you're probably a hundred yards at most. Okay. And wow. probably even, you know, a lots of times less than 50 yards. Cool. Was that a Disney cruise port adventure? We did also book that through Disney. Okay. Lots of times we'll go outside Disney. You can oftentimes tell, find the website of the people that Disney is using to book those adventures. And yeah. Book that. But we were so late before we finally oh, booked sure, it. Oh, yeah. sure, We just, from our east standpoint, just booked it with Disney. Gotcha. Cool. And did you see any other, um, you know, marine life on that tour? Any different kinds, I, I should say? We did not, other than birds, and I, I lied. There were some sea lions. Okay. Um, and on actually on the ship, we saw. I can't tell you exactly what animal it was. My it, it escapes me now, but some other big sea creature that oh, okay. I wouldn't have seen otherwise. Cool. Um, and when we got done with that tour, we uh, went into downtown Victoria. They've got a bus that takes you straight from the cruise terminal into Victoria. Yep has three or four drop off and pick up points and then uh, so we just walked around and did some uh, shopping in Canada and went back to the ship 
Nice. What did you think of uh, of Victoria? It was really, I, I will say about Victoria and Vancouver, both just very clean, yeah, well maintained city cities, uh, lots of parks. Um, we did not eat off the ship in either location, oh, okay. but it looked like there were lots of good restaurants, lots of uh, you know the normal tourist shops, but also some. Uh, a great mix of retail from, you know, tourist trinkets for the kids all the way up to high-end stuff you wouldn't see anywhere but the store you were in. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, so I enjoyed that, too. Cool. Uh, so, then, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, just one last thing. Sunday night, they did a early release of Aladdin for us. Oh, nice. Uh, of the whole movie? Uh, yeah, we got to see the whole movie. Oh, wow. Uh, Six days before, I don't know what it was, the difference between Sunday and Friday. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's cool. Ahead of everybody else, so that was pretty neat, too. Yeah, definitely. And I can't remember what night it was, but Di Capella performed one night, too. Oh, that wow. was just awesome. That's uh, great. I've heard really good things about uh, about that group. Yeah, I would strongly recommend that uh, anybody get a chance to see them. And I think they're actually going to be at Disney World for food and wine for some part of that oh, experience. Cool. Nice. Uh, so really, really good. Very cool. Nice. And um, I can't remember the kid's name, but the guy, the kid who is, uh, singing and voicing, um, Simba in the live Lion King mm-hmm. came out and sang with Decapel on that. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so really that was, cool. Uh, that was really neat. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Awesome. So you mentioned some of the uh, special activities that uh, you know that were offered on board. Well, you know, was that the extent of them, or were there others? Uh, were there others that were offered that were exclusive Not to you know to the member crews? Yeah, yeah, we we missed as many or more member specific experiences than we took in. Oh wow! Um, and just option after option after option. And like, you know, even on the regular cruises, you just can't get to it all. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so I, I would say that if you're a fan of Disney and a fan of seeing some stuff behind the curtain that you don't normally get uh, exposure to, it's, it's a great opportunity for that. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So I, I've also heard there are exclusive stateroom gifts on these cruises. So what, uh, what kind of stuff did you get, and, and how often did they leave it in the room? So we, we intentionally carried the big suitcase that you would check oh, nice. that normally so you, were prepared you, for you it might, too. <laughs> yeah, you might get to, you know, we sometimes get to 50 pounds when we carry that suitcase normally. So it's it's the big one, yeah. and we filled it <laughs> nice. uh, with stateroom guests. Oh wow! So uh, as soon as you come on board, there's a they had a gift for every person in your party. Oh wow! Uh, that first gift was a backpack, and it's not a not a thick, uh, heavy duty backpack. It's uh-huh. just like a really slim kind of plastic backpack. Okay. But I, I, it's a really great concept because you can collapse it and carry it without having to have it on your back if you need to. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, but had the crew, the member cruise logo for that specific cruise on the bag. Inside of it, there were, give me just one second. I can tell you what was in there. Yeah, sure. There was a Tervis tumbler. Um, oh, nice. There was a Toy Story blanket. Um, there was 
uh, a couple of other small things that were that were in that backpack that were useful, and I off the top of my head can't remember all of them. Yep. But uh, pretty much every time you came in the room after leaving in the morning and coming in right before or right after dinner, there was a different gift in the room. Wow. And we, uh, one of the things they gave you was a picture frame, and then it was a nice D- Disney picture frame. And then every night when we came in, they had a different, um, I don't want to call it a lithograph or a sketch, but it was a, a picture drawn by a Disney Imagineer. Oh, cool. Not an original, but yeah. still a very cool uh, picture yeah. for you to, for you to stick in that frame. Oh, nice. Uh, and you could rotate it out as you, yep. you kind of went through your experience. Um, and so that was, that was pretty cool. Awesome. Um, sometime later in the week, we got a, a cooler, cooler bag that was just kind of like a, you know, a reusable grocery bag, but in a cooler format. Oh, okay. Um, lots of candy and chocolates. We got a, multiple books one that was about um disney and dolly the artist dolly connection yeah yeah okay um there was a another hardback uh book all about walt disney and his journey from beginning to end you know countless stickers and snacks and gifts and on and on and on really Uh, cool sounds like there's some sounds like there's some real value to these you know to these gifts yeah, I, I would say for the four of us, some of it is duplicative. We just don't yeah, need of four yeah, of yeah. all of those things. But yep. uh, you you definitely no reason to complain about how they treat you in terms of swag yeah. uh, when you when you come into the experience. More than filled our bucket in, in that space. Cool, awesome. And then in the you know in the in the retail shops, I, I assume there was probably some DVC branded merchandise. There was um, specifically for the crews. They had sweatshirts, polos, long sleeve shirts, short sleeve t-shirts, um, all kinds of different pins that were DVC specific. And the um, they gave you a, a DVC a pin in your swag too that was specific to the crews. Okay. Um, so I wouldn't say it was. Uh, it was more than a normal cruise of Disney merchandise, but it, it didn't take half the store or anything like that. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> but go ahead, sorry. Yeah, certain. I was just gonna say, certainly more opportunity. Yeah, than, yeah. than you would normally have. Gotcha. So one thing I was uh, wondering, this is kind of silly, but so if you're sailing on a regular Disney cruise, um, you know, and you're a DVC member, you get a, a discount in the merchandise shops. So were things that you could buy just sort of auto discounted, you know, assuming everyone on board were DVC members? (laughs) No, they still had, you have to, you didn't have to present a card, obviously. Yeah. Okay. uh, um, Yeah. So they just gave you the discount um, (laughs) as soon as you bought it. I was wondering if everything was just marked down because, you know, it's (laughs) everyone on board is members. (laughs) I guess that's not technically true because, you know, non-members can still sail. Uh, but <laughs> it's just something I I was thinking about and was uh, was wondering. So uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, any uh, anything that we didn't cover in terms of just you know member perks for uh, you know special DVC perks for sailing a DVC member cruise? Sure, they had. If you ever want to buy DVC points, 
Um, the I know they call it different things on different shifts, but the Crown and Finn, where they kind of do trivia and they've got yeah. um, TVs in all the walls. Yep, yep. Uh, that was essentially turned into DVC Member Central, and they had oh, really? so many DVC reps on board. You know, you've normally got you know, a cast of maybe six or so people yeah. that man the desk and actually process. They had probably 30 people. Wow. Uh, in, in rotating through that system to help you uh, manage points. And, oh, wow. Uh, a DVC presentation uh, at least once a day where you had a chance to win a $750 RCI oh, wow. uh, raffle. Yeah. Uh, and you, you, you had access to them not just to buy points, but to ask any possible question you could sure. think of. Yeah. Um, and you know, at the time we were, uh, the points for Riviera had not come available yet, but oh, okay. there was, there was a lot of confusion and buzz in the universe about the, how Disney had altered the resale versus new sale. And uh-huh. so it was nice to get some of those questions answered. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any, I mean, were there any, uh, add on offers that were, were, were the add on offers better than they would have been on a, a normal cruise or were they about the same? They were better. Um, I, I would say from a, I wouldn't put it in terms of a percentage, but we've, we've bought our points in either buckets of 200 to 400 when we bought them. Mm-hmm. And I would say on a 200 point bucket, you're probably looking at saving somewhere around 1500 oh, okay. to $2,000 yep. on the charts they gave us. Uh, and that would go up at, at 400. Uh, I wouldn't say probably double, but still, you're saving more than you would on a standard cruise. Sure. Okay. Cool. What uh, What would you say is the the most notable difference between a member cruise and a regular cruise? Really, just the feeling that there are almost no children yeah. was was the biggest. It was almost shocking how empty the ship oh, felt. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, and it, it took me a, a bit to acclimate to that and to finally go, well, this is okay. Now I feel <laughs> right. comfortable with this. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, my normal, uh, I had acclimated my, or prepared myself to be in the normal environment. Yeah. It just wasn't yeah. there. And I can't, uh, you know, part of it may have been that it was, uh, we actually took our son out of school for him to be on that cruise. I don't know if you know nationwide exactly when all the kids mm, get out of school, but sure. I don't know if that factored into it or the cost per person yeah. had something to do with it. But uh, it, it was definitely different. Yeah, I'm sure it's a I'm sure it's a combination of, of both, um, you know, factors for sure. Yeah. So uh, the big question with all the with all the extra you know member extras that that these cruises offer. Are they worth the price upcharge, in your opinion? I would say uh, the short answer is yes. The long answer is I would be very particular about your itinerary. Okay. And I would pick an itinerary that you, A, haven't done yet, Uh and B, is of special interest to you. So these people that got onto the Alaska, I guess, 2020 uh, member crews. Yep. Uh, we, I, I would have been all over that had yep. it been available as an option. Yep. Um, we've seen some of them come out where you hit Castaway K twice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I would, I would jump on that one too. Um, but doing an itinerary that's regularly available wouldn't be as, as much of an interest to me. Sure. Yeah. Um, yep. So, and there's the, 
the balance there, you know, it was almost twice as much as a standard cruise. Yeah, right. And I've never done a concierge, so I don't know how to compare that uh-huh. uh, experience. Yep. But it, it's something now that I've done a member cruise, I would definitely weigh uh, the the value of member versus concierge. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so. So you think the the price points would be you know roughly similar between you know those two those two types of cruises? I, I think so, depending yeah. on the type of concierge room you get in, and yeah. the, we normally cruise with a. A deluxe family ocean view with veranda, okay, so that yep. we can comfortably get all four of us in there. Yeah, yeah. And we probably spend a little more time in our room than most people do, um, just because that's we we get good family time in that space. Absolutely, yeah, yep. Uh, but yeah, I would say overall, I'm I'm not at all disappointed that we spent the money on that cruise, and we actually. Uh, I, I know you said we'd you'd save a conversation for later, but just a short piece we. We rented points to other people and use that cash to pay for the cruise. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Uh, the, so, uh, the <laughs> so you're of the belief that uh, you know using the actual points for the cruise are not the you know are not the best value. For us, it's not. Yeah. Um, but it, it depends on how you use your points. Sure. And, yeah. You know, we uh, we definitely try to get the maximum value out of our points, no matter what we do. Definitely. Uh, so we try to book when we go to Orlando at low census time so we can stretch them out yep. over greater use periods. Definitely. But, uh, you know, if, if I was in a situation where I had to burn points mm-hmm. and didn't have time to get them rented, I would definitely invest them in the member cruise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess if you don't mind, real quick, just w- what was the process for renting your points? Was that, uh, was that a difficult process or was it pretty pretty simple? So we've we've done it two ways. One is through a point rental intermediary, uh-huh. and that was super smooth. Yep. Um, we uh, we put the points. We made the points available. They have specified time windows where the renter is required to make payment, and you book the crew. Uh, I'm sorry, not the cruise. You book the the properties for them. Yep. Um, we then did it. We we just recently booked uh, a rental for some people in May of 2020, and we did that on our own. Oh. Uh, and I I drive. We found them through one of the uh, DVC fan pages. Okay. And uh, I'm, prior to being an executive coach, I was an attorney, and so I just oh, drafted okay. the contract. Nice. And set. Uh, time, you know, specified dates for payment from their end. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I, we would not agree to book until they made the first installment. And part of that was because we had to borrow points from 20 gotcha. to secure their reservation. And we didn't want to get those in an awkward place if they yeah, backed yeah, out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we had them pay us through PayPal and it's, it's been super easy. Nice. On the um, on the where you used the uh, the intermediary, how how long how how long was that turnaround time between the time you decided you know you wanted to rent them and then the time that you you know got cash for the the points? The first cash came within thirty days. Oh of wow! Entering into a contract, so you you put the points out on their website. Yeah, I guess how long they, did it take for how long yeah. did it take for uh, for them to find a renter? So there was already demand for Copper Creek at the time we okay we gave the points up cool 
Um, so it was immediate nice. for us. Awesome. It's not always that way. There right. are times when, you know, your resort has not got people that want to run it. But from what I understand, people that have uh, their primary, their home resort as uh, poly, Grand Floridian, and contemporary yep. are pretty quickly able to turn their points over. Gotcha. Okay. So I guess uh, my last question here, and I think you might have already answered it, but I'll ask you directly. Would you do another member cruise, um, and would you recommend one to another DVC member? I would do another member cruise, um, but I would definitely be super um, particular about where the cruise is going. I wouldn't uh, just book it to to book a member cruise. Yep, got it. And and I would certainly recommend uh, to other DVC members to, to experience it. Uh, at least once, and particularly if you've got an interest in, uh, you know, seeing a lot more about how things are done. And I, I will also have to say that the level of service is always high for yeah. us with our Disney experience, but it was at a, an even higher level oh, wow. with, with this one. Um, we had uh, some, our, our son, and we bought some chocolate-covered strawberries for our son. Mm-hmm. And we left him on tray in the room, and the stateroom attendant, through no fault of his own, assumed that we were done eating that food. And so, at dinner, he took those out. And the next night, we, or the next time we saw him, we mentioned it to him. Every night for the rest of the cruise, we had chocolate-covered strawberries, oh, wow. popcorn, and I mean all kinds of stuff yeah. delivered to make up for that mess. Oh, wow! Um, so they just uh, through, uh, across the board, yeah, stepped up their level of service throughout the entire cruise. Awesome! Very cool. Well, uh, I thank you again, Jason, for, you know, for coming on and, and having this discussion with me. I really appreciate it. It's been uh, really interesting for me. Yeah, you're absolutely welcome. I appreciate you inviting me and happy to connect with you anytime in the future. Great. Excellent. And, uh, and uh, like I said, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can find your, you know, that original post that I reached out to you on with your, uh, with your pictures and, um, and I'll share a few on my, on my social media if, uh, if you don't mind. Yeah, and if it's easier, I'll be happy to email those to you, and you can shoot them out that way. That would be great. Yeah, that would uh, that would work well, actually. I would, I would appreciate that. Yeah, I'll be happy to. Great. All right. Well, uh, thanks again, and uh, and uh, enjoy your enjoy your upcoming cruises, and uh, take care. All right. Thanks. You have a good day. All right. Thanks, Jason. You too. Bye. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dcldudepodcast. Please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes uh, and leave me some feedback. And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) 